This is Servant Marcia Carney with Escape to Heaven. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. His anointing is empowering. The kingdom of the Lord is within me. And He's calling Good morning, good morning, good morning, Tallahassee. I don't know what to say. I guess this is a powerful word that the Lord has given today. And so we're going to get right into it. You're listening to 94.1 Wave Tallahassee, Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ, coming to you today with a mighty word from the Lord. And the question that is being posed today is, Will you stand? Will I stand? Can we stand? Is it possible to stand when uh, the time comes and there's the mark of the beast and you can only eat if you have that mark? Will you be able to stand? Or can you stand so that you can be raptured perhaps and maybe not be a part of the mark of the beast syndrome? The question still remains, will you stand? Can you stand? And, uh, you know, that question was posed to Adam and Eve. And they chose not to stand. They they were deceived by another whole philosophy that maybe God did not tell you the truth. And that, that seed of doubt caused them not to stand. I'm telling you, we're no different than Adam and Eve. We're their descendants. And here we are today. But we do have a big difference that we can rely on. But the question is still being posed. Will you stand? And so we go to Daniel, the third chapter, Nebuchadnezzar, the king, made an image of gold. And uh, he sent the word to all of his administrators and leaders and said, look, come and I'm dedicating the building or this this huge image. And uh, matter of fact, in the last days, there's going to be an image that we all have to deal with as well. And uh, so everyone came and uh, when they came, they were told that when this music play, you are to bow down and worship. And so when you hear the sound of the music with the harp, the horn, the flute, all this kind of stuff, bow down. And if you do not worship, you will be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. So uh, some Chaldeans, meaning leaders, came forward and accused the Jews. And they came to King Nebuchadnezzar and they said, you know, King, you made a decree. However, there are some, there are certain Jews that you put over us that are not falling down and worshiping your image or your God. And so Nebuchadnezzar went into a rage and called the um, Jews up and it happened to be the three young men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And he said, hey, is it true that uh, you do not serve my gods or worship the the golden image which I have set up? And I kind of want to pause there because I want you and I to understand that as we're living daily 
on earth in today's world, oftentimes the efforts of our labor will produce the same fruits that a non-believer has as well. So people looking at us will think that we're on their team, that we're on their same side. And this is what King Nebuchadnezzar was experiencing because he thought that these guys were part of his team only to discover that they do not worship his God. And um, so you and I can be guilty of that as well, where people look at us, we're driving nice cars, big houses, you know, we have uh, things of value that the world value, and they'll think that you're a part of their team. But there will come a defining moment. And that defining moment is, will you stand? For the creator of heaven and earth. Will you stand for Jesus? Will you stand for the word of God? Will you stand for godliness? Will you stand? That's the question. And so King Nebuchadnezzar said, look, I'll play the music now. And in front of me, you know, you can just go ahead and bow down and worship and everyone will see. Because in a way, Nebuchadnezzar don't want to lose face with his other leaders either. And so uh, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, they answered and said, oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter because he asked, who is the God that's greater than me who will deliver you from my hands? And they said, um, if that is the case, our God, meaning the creator God of heaven and earth, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning of fiery fervors. And he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. And this really made Nebuchadnezzar very angry. And uh, he commanded that the uh, furnace be heated seven times more and his strongest men throw them in the furnace. By the way, his men got burnt alive. And uh, as he went back to look in the furnace, um, he saw that he was astonished because he called out to his counselors and said, hey, didn't we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? And they say, yes, yes, King, we did. He said, well, look, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire and they are not hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the son of God. Uh, I'm going to stop there because we know that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So obviously that fourth image, the son of God <clears throat> brought liberty with him because now all the men are loose. And so Nebuchadnezzar called out Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, and listen to what he called them now. Servants of the most high God, come forth, come out, come here. And they, they walked right out. And as they walked out, everyone saw that um, the fire had no power over them. I want to give a praise shout right there. So in the midst of the fire, understand, saints of God, believers, that the fire 
has no power over you. And they noticed that the hair of their head was not singed, the garments were not affected, and the smell of fire was not even on them. And so Nebuchadnezzar began to praise the Lord. He said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who would not worship or serve any God except their own. Therefore, I make a decree that any people, nation, or language which speaks anything amidst against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego shall be cut in pieces. Their houses shall be made an ash heap because there is no other God who can deliver like this. And then they were promoted. So the lesson here is that if you and I would stand when we are being challenged in that manner, not only will God receive the glory, but at the end of it all, you will also be promoted. And so if we go over to 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, we will understand that we have even more than Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in this day and in this age. Because we have this treasure and earthen vessel, Holy Spirit, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. And 2 Corinthians 5th chapter says, we know that if our earthly house, this tent, this body is destroyed, that we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan earnestly desiring to be clothed with our first, with our habitation, which is from heaven. And that, that goes back to Adam and Eve. Remember, they were clothed with the glory of God. And so you and I have this desire in our heart to have the glory of God upon us. You know, if indeed having been clothed, we shall not be found naked, meaning separated from the Lord. For we who in this tent groan being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, but because we want to be further clothed, that mortality may be swallowed up by life. Because what does Jesus bring? Jesus brings life and he brings it more abundantly. Now he who has prepared us for this very thing, who put the desire in you to want more, to seek the glory of God, to go from glory to glory, is God himself, who also has given us the spirit as a guarantee. So God has given us the Holy Spirit to dwell inside of us, to give us an assurance that he is indeed God, the father of heaven and earth, the father of all spirits, and that yes, he will uh, come and possess us physically for his kingdom. Even though now uh, you may die and your body buried in this earth, or you may be alive and we're separated from the Lord at the moment. But when Jesus come, the rapture come, the word of God lets us know that his trumpet, that trumpet will sound and he won't touch the ground, but we will rise up the dead in Christ will be uh, gathered unto the Lord first, and then we who are alive will be gathered with them. And so this is what, um, this is our hope 
This is our reality more than that. So um, we are always confident knowing that while we are here on earth in the body, we're absent from the Lord, but we walk by faith and not by sight. We are confident, yes, well pleased, whether we're absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Therefore, we make it our goal, our aim, whether present or absent, to be well-pleasing to God the Father, to Jesus, well-pleasing. Amen? For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. We will not escape that. That each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. So our goal as we live here on earth, will you stand, should be that we're standing whether we're being tested or not, whether we're being thrown in the fire or not. We are still standing even if we're here alone by ourselves. We are still standing and our thoughts and our and our attitude, our dream, our words, all of these ways we are standing for the Lord. Uh, Colossians, the first chapter says, why are you standing? Right. Why? Because of the hope which is laid up for us in heaven of which we heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel uh, and it's bringing forth fruit. The fruit that is bringing forth is your desire to live a set aside life, to live righteously and holy and in alignment with the will of God. Amen. And so we are to walk worthy of the Lord in Colossians, the first chapter, 10th verse, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power for all patience and long suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers in the inheritance of the saints in the light. So how do you stay in that position? Because that is the position where you are pleasing in God's sight. Amen. And over in Ephesians, the fifth chapter, let us know that we're speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, and singing and making melody in our heart to the Lord. We're not drunk with wine, but instead we're filled with the Spirit of God. That means, you know, you can have fun, you can party, but not to the point where this is uh, uh, your character. Uh, for godliness is destroyed <laughs> you know uh, I don't want to be so specific there but I'm just letting you understand that we still cannot fully we cannot adapt the ways of the of the world okay we're giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ okay so it is Jesus who sanctifies us and cleanses us with the washing word, the washing of water by his word, that he might present us to himself, uh, not having a spot or wrinkle that we can be holy and without blemish. So that is the inheritance of the saints. So God himself has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of his son. 
of his own love in whom we have redemption through Jesus' blood, the forgiveness of our sins. And who is Jesus? That's for a reminder. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by Jesus, all things were created that are in heaven and in earth, visible and invisible. So all the angels, all the spirits were all created by Jesus. Where the thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through Jesus and for Jesus. And Jesus is above all things, right? And in him, all things consist. He is the head of the church, which is his body. He is, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things, he may have preeminence. Why? Because it pleased the Father of all spirits, the Creator God of heaven and earth, that in Him all the fullness should dwell, and by Him to reconcile all things to Himself. By Him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of the cross. So if you are trying to get to God, but you're trying to bypass Jesus, it's not going to work. It's a failing battle. You will lose your guaranteed defeat. Why? Because it does not please the Father. The way that the Father has created pleases Him. So we were once uh, alienated, we're enemies in our mind, evidenced by our wicked works. But now Jesus has reconciled us unto the Father in the body of his flesh through death to present you and I wholly blameless and above reproach. So what you and I must do is continue in the faith. Grounded, steadfast, don't be moved about, don't be moved away. Hold on to Jesus. Hold on to um, your revelation that uh, he is the son of God raised from the dead by the power of God. Because by you holding on to that, you're also uh, evidence and manifestation of the mystery. And that mystery is that um, Christ is in you, the hope of glory. As long as you're doing that, you know, you are walking in manifestation as an ambassador of God himself. And so my encouragement to you and my encouragement to me is that we are to hold on to uh, Jesus. Do not let go. Do not let go and let Jesus be uh, what you are all about, that uh, when you are are put in a situation as to whether or not you will stand for, for God or you will stand for your faith or you will stand for Jesus, uh, you can say yes. And, and the reason why you can say yes because you have received Jesus Christ. So what you should do then is walk in that, um, stay rooted in that, establish in the faith, um, as you have been taught by, you know, going to church and, and, and don't forsake fellowship. You know, the enemy tries to trick us now, particularly the fact that we went through that COVID 
and, uh, you know, everything is on Zoom. But then again, uh, you're in the house by yourself. So you really are not fellowshipping uh, so that you, your spirit man can be edified, you know, because it is in Christ that the fullness of the Godhead dwells. And uh, you and I are complete in Christ. Amen. So and he's ahead. So when we are fighting uh, spiritual warfare or demons or anything like that, uh, the point of the matter is you have Christ in you. And Christ is greater than any any spiritual thing, anything actually that you come against. So it is in Jesus that you are circumcised. And this is circumcision that's made um, without hands because you're putting off the body of sins and you're putting on the righteousness of God. Amen. Because you're buried with him in baptism. But then again, you're also raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. I know I'm being repetitive, but you're listening to Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ. And I know we talk about escaping, but there comes a moment where you cannot escape and you have to stand. And I'm here to tell you or to ask you to consider standing for our great God. Amen. Standing for his son, Jesus, because in the end, as we saw with Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, God receives the glory, but you receive the promotion. Amen. And even if it's promotion from this world to the world that we're moving towards, then so be it. The promotion will still be there. I would like to pray for us today. Father God in heaven above, I just ask you, Lord, to look down upon us, God, and let us uh, be willing and have better understanding, Lord, that uh, you are our Father, which art in heaven, and hallowed be thy name your kingdom come, Lord, upon this earth as it is in heaven, God, through us, Lord God. So we just ask you to strengthen us, uh, fill us even more, Lord, give us even more revelation, understanding that the whole creation is uh, groaning, uh, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God, which is ourselves, Lord. Those that have not yet come to the knowledge and understanding of Jesus Christ, ask you, Lord, today to quicken them, Lord, and I pray for your grace and your mercy to be extended towards them, that they would receive your son, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. I'm praying that you have a wonderful week, a great day, an awesome beginning, and that you walk manifesting the glory of God in all that you do. May the Lord be with you. I love you. God bless you. God loves you a whole lot more than I'll ever be able to love you. So stay in love with the Lord. Amen. God bless. Bye-bye.